You want more calm and I have the recipe for you to have less overwhelm in your life. Each week, I'll bring you stories, interviews, and tips on how to get more calm in your life. Sometimes there'll be actually recipes too. So join me each week, Teresa Dioulis, an advanced certified life coach and certified culinary nutrition expert to find your recipe for calm. We were watching our daughter's dog the other day. He's new to her. He, she got him from the SPCA and he's a rescue dog. Little over a year old lab mix, sweetest dog, very easygoing, mellow disposition. But one thing, he does not like to go into the car and he doesn't like enclosed spaces, even like to go into a bedroom. He just plants himself. He will sit down, he'll even lay down and he just does not go any further. And that got me to thinking about how well he communicates his wishes in a way, you know, when we talk about overwhelm, I think sometimes we override our desires to stop. We don't plant ourselves and we push through and keep going and our overwhelm, our sense of overwhelm continues to build. And I wanted to offer to you a three-step system to, again, promote more calm and less overwhelm with a few little dog analogies thrown in. And the first step, quick win for you, is notice and be aware. Notice the overwhelm, hopefully so that you can stop piling on more. And that's just a simple step. You know, again, notice I'm overwhelmed. And the next step is to name what's going on just like a dog digging up a bone. Figure out what you are really feeling. When we usually talk about being overwhelmed, we use the term generically, I think, to generally, to generalize. I used the definition, my own definition, a couple episodes back about defining it as system overload because typically as a lot of people listening are more type A, as women in general, we tend to take on a lot of responsibilities in all areas of our lives. We're juggling um, a lot of different responsibilities, whether it's at home, at work, at school, <clears throat> volunteering. And so we're handling a lot of things. And that can lead us to maybe do things that we're not wanting to do and not being honest, you know, I love the concept of no is a complete sentence and becoming more comfortable with using that perhaps, but still naming how you're really feeling. I know for me, when I started um, doing my training at the Life Coach School a couple years ago and we had to name our feelings, I'm like, I don't know what I'm feeling. That was a foreign concept for me. It's not something I was very comfortable with or very used to doing. There are feelings lists you can Google. There's some pretty feelings wheels. There are feelings that and feelings and emotions that those terms can be used interchangeably. Um, but feelings are usually associated as being positive or negative. Neither one of them are good or bad. They just are. Feelings are something, it's a chemical process that happens in our bodies. And if we allow them, they are processed usually within 90 seconds to two minutes studies have proven that. The thing that tends to happen is we don't process them. We don't identify them. 
and they tend to build and they can cause all kinds of things to happen in our lives, such as we, if we repress our feelings, I mean, I'm sure you might've heard of um, people getting sick when you swallow your feelings. I think it's an expression I've heard in the past. <laughs> Excuse me. You might notice if you start um, getting short with people or being overly sensitive, feeling like you're overly sensitive or buffering behaviors such as overspending or overeating or overdoing anything, whether you start cleaning. I had a friend once who identified, like when she got stressed, she cleaned her house with bleach from top to bottom. And so she knew what she did. And so um, I know during the pandemic, sourdough bread was very popular, making sourdough bread and watching series on Netflix, like the Tiger King and things like that. These aren't bad activities. It's just when we're partaking in them to avoid feeling something. So again, name what's going on. What are you really feeling that's causing you to say, I'm overwhelmed? Some common feelings that are negative feelings are being depressed, lonely, bored, angry, frustrated, jealous, anxious, insecure, helpless, confused, rejected, discouraged, embarrassed. If any of these are things that you're feeling, helping to identify that's what you're really feeling, just be curious about it. You know, we, we function on autopilot so much of the time and don't really dig deep like a dog digging up a bone to figure out what's going on. So, and I, I'm focusing on negative feelings because I think those are what we really tend to experience that cause the feelings of overwhelm. You know, it is possible when we are so excited and happy and experiencing very, very positive emotions sometimes that we can feel also overwhelmed, but that typically isn't what causes a general state of an ongoing overwhelm that um, people are wanting help with. So that's why I was focusing on the ones that are more associated, the negative emotions. So um, again, you can Google feelings charts and see a lot of a lot more listed to, to be more specific for you. The third step is just to decide what your next step is. Decide your next one thing to do. Not a whole list, not a whole plan. I know my tendency, and I'm sure some of you listening might want to create a whole plan of what you're going to do to help overcome this. But all you need to do is decide one thing, your next one thing. It could be literally brush your hair. It could be play with your kids, walk your dog, call someone, pour a glass of water, watch TV or read a book. Again, these are not activities that are something you shouldn't do, but just decide what your next step, one next step is. Keep it simple. The whole thing is to get you out of that state of overwhelm and to give yourself again a quick win. My first quick win for you is to just notice, be aware that you are feeling overwhelmed. And then identifying what it is that's causing that. What's what's that feeling that's driving it? And then your next step just to decide one thing, one action that you can take to just move you forward. And then that should hopefully provide a little more calm. I hope that these three steps, noticing and becoming aware, naming what are you really feeling, and again, that dog digging up a bone, 
so that it isn't buried. And then taking that next step, kind of like picture that dog picking that bone up and carrying it off and playing with it. You know, picture it in that light, bringing that bone to light, that this will help you create more calm in your life. This week's quick and easy recipe is a broccoli balsamic salad. You will need one head of broccoli chopped into one inch pieces, one half cup of carrot shreds, one green onion sliced, a quarter cup of sunflower seeds, a half a cup of mayonnaise, one tablespoon of balsamic vinegar, a half a teaspoon of sea salt. You're going to blanch your broccoli and then place it in a mixing bowl. Add the carrot shreds, green onion, and sunflower seeds. In a small bowl, you will whisk together the mayonnaise, the balsamic vinegar, and sea salt, and then pour over the broccoli mixture to thoroughly coat. Then you are going to store it in the refrigerator for several hours before serving. This makes four to six servings. Broccoli is full of wonderful antioxidants. It is great for blood sugar management. It's full of fiber. It's great for anti-cancer. It's heart health, heart healthy. It actually has more vitamin C than an orange. Carrots are full of vitamin A, which are great for your eyes. Also good for your heart. And there are, the sunflower seeds are full of vitamin E and selenium. So if you make this, I would love to see your pictures. Please tag me on Instagram at Teresa Diolis. Until next week, I wish you great health and calm. Thanks for listening.